Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? I'm doing well. What's shaking with you, Dano? Gosh, I got... This is... You want to, I'm going to definitely scramble your eggs today, folks. Bake your bagels, <laughs> scramble your eggs. I've got information for you. Hat tip Mark Levin and others. People have emailed me. You know who you are. I feel like we finally got it, Joe. I haven't scripted or coordinated any of this with you. I always like a genuine reaction. Yeah. I think we've got it. All right. I think I've got this case, uh, finally the linchpin. Who the fixer was in this entire scandal. All right. It's all making sense now. All right. I had some kind of inklings that it was someone else, but I think we got it. So this is going to be fun, Joe. Okay, um, so let's get right to it and not jerk around. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at Freedom Project Academy. America's schools are nothing like we remember growing up. We grew up in safety and learning. And learning was more than safe spaces and propaganda. And even though technology continues to offer new opportunities for learning, I think we can all agree that traditional moral values, once woven into the fabric of the classroom, have practically disappeared. That's why you need to consider our friends at Freedom Project Academy, folks. Freedom Project Academy. They're fully accredited Judeo-Christian classical online school for kindergarten through high school. We're talking about an incredible interactive education where students attend live classes every day with teachers and fellow classmates from across the country. We love that. Across the country, Freedom Project Academy doesn't accept a penny of government funding, which allows them to stay committed to teaching students how to think, not what to think. Families, you can enroll your students full time or you can start with a single class. It's entirely up to you. Go to Freedom4, that's F-O-R, freedom4school.com and request your free information packet today from Freedom Project Academy. Enrollment ends in July, but classes are filling up fast. They told me that uh, the other day, Dave from the company. So this is uh, is time sensitive. Get on this. That's freedom4school.com. Freedomforschool.com. Don't forget to tell them Dan Bongino sent you. Folks, um, I'm like still seriously sitting here trying to figure out how to get this all together in one space, but I'm reasonably confident um, we have uh, the fixer here. First, let's just set up from 30,000 feet what we're going to talk about today, okay? All right. I said to you yesterday, and there are still people fight me on this. That's okay. So, you know, you're entitled to your opinion. That Bob Mueller is not a good guy. That Bob Mueller was specifically, specifically chosen, him specifically, to run interference for the Obama administration's misdeeds and to keep the attention on Donald Trump at all times. He was the guy. Mueller's a swamp rat. Mueller's connected to all of the people, well, almost all of the people involved in this investigation. Now, I have here number two. If Mueller is acting ethically and doing the right thing, then why is it that the Clinton people involved in all of this have been less left largely untouched? Yeah. While Trump's people of all, uh, the people he's investigating, whether it was Flynn, whether it was Papadopoulos, why are these people all going down? Okay. Let's start here slowly. Sorry, I've just been distracted. I've been working so hard on this all morning. I've said to you over and over that this was a setup, that the Trump team, the narrative that they colluded with the Russians is false, okay? We get that. Joe, it's fake. It doesn't exist. There was no collusion with the Russians. The narrative goes like this. The Russians hacked the DNC. With they got the Clinton, uh, they got DNC emails, they got uh, Podesta emails. 
that they worked with Trump to get that information out there in a collusion effort to overturn the election. We still don't have any evidence that the DNC was hacked. The FBI, no federal law enforcement agency for that matter, has looked at the DNC computers. So there is no federal government hard evidence of that at all. May have happened. We don't know it. Secondly, there is less than zero evidence that Trump colluded with the Russians at all to get that out. There's no evidence of that at all. This narrative existed before because this was a setup. The plan the entire time before the election was to was to set this up and to make sure the Trump team, if in case they won, that this narrative was already in place and ready to go. Does everybody yeah, get we're that? We're cool. We're cool. This was already planned. Okay, we're good. good. Now, I found another approach the other day, and I want to, again, hat tip Mark Levin for turning me on to this uh, through his his show and through a a listener who sent me something that made everything make sense. Okay, Joe. Okay. Daily News article from August 18th of 2016. It's about the Clinton Foundation. Follow me. It'll make sense. The article was about the Clinton Foundation and the fact that they will stop taking donations after... Mrs. Clinton becomes president. But it's interesting, one of the donations they cite in the piece, one of the donations they cite in the piece was from Blackwater, okay? Mm-hmm. I took a f- screenshot. The found- Here's from the Daily News piece. The foundation raised billions, facing criticism for taking millions from countries like Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, and Qatar. Clinton's charitable organization has also accepted donations from the Blackwater Training Center in Goldman Sachs. Right, right. Who used who uh, who owned Blackwater? I think they've they've changed their name now to uh, XC or Z or something like that. I'm not really sure, uh, but they changed their name. Blackwater was owned by Eric Prince. Eric Prince is the brother of Betsy DeVos, uh, the education secretary under Donald Trump. Okay, so clearly there was some financial relationship there. I'm not alleging anything untoward at all. Companies donate to foundations and stuff all the time. Sure, I'm just saying that. Maybe there was a relationship that could have been exploited by Clinton's sphere people, Joe. Uh-huh. Now, a business insider piece on 319. Uh, excuse me, 39 of 2018. March 9th, 2018. Okay. Eric Prince, the same Eric Prince whose company had donated to the Clinton Foundation. Eric Prince is under investigation by Bob Mueller or was interviewed at a minimum and has been subjected to and scrutinized by the Mueller team for a meeting in the Seychelles. You've probably heard about this. We talked about mm-hmm. it. Prince's meeting in the Seychelles is under scrutiny because a Russian businessman with connections to Vladimir Putin showed up at that meeting and Prince had said in his statement, according to the Business Insider and others, that the meeting was by chance. Another person knocking at your door, asking you to go help rob a bank. I, t- I keep telling you this is a setup. Everybody who approaches approaches members of the Trump sphere, everybody has a connection to the Clintons, the Democrats, or the Obamas. I'm holding my breath waiting for who this Russian was. Who the hell was this the, guy? The the Russian... The, the Russian, uh, it's Kirill Dmitriev, who has connections to, uh, connections to Putin. Oh. But this gets better, Joe. Okay. So just to be clear, there are clearly some pre-established relationship between at least Prince's company and the Clinton Foundation, uh-huh. a relationship that could have possibly been exploited to set up a narrative that the Russians were trying to influence the Trump team. A Russian magically shows up at a meeting with Eric Prince and the Seychelles. At that meeting, 
is another guy who Prince says may have had some role in setting this thing up. At that meeting is a guy named George Nader. This is from a Business Insider piece, March 9th, 2018. I know that name. George Nader, a little-known but critical witness in the Russia investigation, has contradicted key portions of testimony from Eric Prince, an associate of Donald Trump, before the House Intel Committee last year, the Wall Street Journal reported. Prince told lawmakers that his meeting with this Russian, I'm just kind of... Uh, shortening this the head of a sanctioned uh, russian investment fund happened by chance and he was introduced in by by prospective business customers in the uae nader meanwhile has reportedly told prosecutors that the seychelles meeting was set up in advance to open a trump russia back channel and that the emiratis were not the ones who introduced prince and dmitriev the russian george nader Who's George Nader? By the way, George Nader was also present at that December meeting with the UAE at Trump Tower, December of 2016, that Susan Rice says started all this unmasking effort on the Trump team. Wow. This Nader guy's involved in two pretty influential things, Joe. He's involved in this meeting Susan Rice said starts the whole unmasking thing at Trump Tower. He's also involved in this meeting with Prince and this Russian, and he disputes it. He says, no, no, no. This was an effort to set up a Russian back channel. Who is Nader? (sighs) Fascinating who Nader is. Nader, by the way, has a lawyer right now. Yes, this is uh, this. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I have so many screenshots and so much stuff. I'm trying to keep it all in order. Who's representing Nader? Nader's being represented by Kathy Rumler. Who's Kathy Rumler? Kathy Rumler's Obama's lawyer was Obama's White House counselor. Folks. Mm-hmm. Who's Kathy Rumler as well? Kathy Rumler also worked on the Enron Task Force. Who headed the Enron Task Force? Andy Weissman. Bob Mueller's pit bull number two in the special counsel investigation. She is Andy Weissman's old buddy. Bob Mueller's number two, his right-hand man, his consigliere. They know each other. They've worked together before. They have a relationship Rumler is representing George Nader, the guy who is a central figure in all of these meetings that the Clinton team and the Obama team and the Obama Justice Department people that are left over are alleging are part of a Russian collusion conspiracy. Is Nader a patsy, a fall guy? Did Nader know what he was doing? Was he trying to set up the Trump team? Or was there a pre-existing relationship between Nader, Rumler, and these others, and it was a deliberate setup? I don't know that. I don't know that yet. But I know for a fact, based on press reporting out there, that Nader has talked to the feds, that Mueller is, in fact, scrutinizing this. But what's fascinating about this whole thing is that he's being represented, Nader, by Rumler. Rumler appears to be a fixer based on her experience with the White House. Keep in mind, she has worked with before. She has worked with uh, Andy Weissman before on the uh, on the Enron case. They know each other. Weissman's Mueller's number two. 
during the Enron prosecution. Bob Mueller had a hand, according to Sidney Powell. I'll have an article up at the Daily Caller. By the way, the notes today are a must-read, the show notes. Please go to Bongino.com. I have this all lined out for you using all these references. The Daily Caller piece by Sidney Powell, who is a former federal investigator, federal prosecutor, excuse me, points out that Bob Mueller had a role in picking people for the Enron Task Force, which was being run by Andy Weissman, who is running the special counsel now for Bob Mueller against Trump. And who did they pick? Catherine Rumler, who was Obama's lawyer in the White House. Oh, my gosh. Who was representing a guy who was involved in all of this and all of these so-called Russian contacts and unmasking things. He's involved in two of the biggest incidents. This guy, Nader. Now, what else was Rumler? Now, that just, let me just take this out a minute and, and go back out to 30,000 feet so you understand what I'm trying to tell you here. Because there are people here who still somehow are convinced Mueller's a good guy. He's not a good guy. He was the one guy connected to all these people that could cover up the Obama administration's misdeeds in an effort to keep the attention on Trump. That That's what's going on. Yeah. Rumler... Catherine Rumler knows these guys. There are, there's more. I'm not done. Rumler's connected to Mueller. Rumler's connected to Weissman, who are running the special counsel investigation on Trump. She's representing a key figure in this whole thing. She's representing another key figure, which I'll get to in a minute, too. She was Obama's lawyer. Now, before I get to some of the stuff Rumler was involved in, that I absolutely believe is being covered up in an effort to keep this investigation focused on Trump. Yeah. For a minute, roll with me here. Who did Catherine Rumler replace in that position as White House counsel? Catherine Rumler replaced Bob Bauer as Obama's lawyer. All right. Where did Bob Bauer go, Joe, after he left from uh, being Obama's lawyer and was re- replaced by Rumler, who's a friend of Mueller and Weissman, who are now investigating I can't Trump? remember. You wouldn't, because I didn't talk about it before. Mm. <laughs> I wasn't setting you up no, there. No, no, I know. Bob Bauer left to go work for Perkins Coie. Oh, Perkins Coie. Oh, you mean a law firm that hired Fusion GPS to go investigate Trump? You mean the law firm that hired Fusion GPS? Yeah, yeah. The law firm that hired Fusion GPS, that hired Christopher Steele, that fabricated the dossier that was used to spy on Trump. Oh, that's where Bob Bauer went. Rumler's predecessor was over at Perkins Coie. The same law firm that was paid by Organizing for America, Obama's uh, now campaign arm, which was turned into Organizing for America, was Obama for America, that paid Perkins Coie hundreds of thousands of dollars. The same law firm... The same law firm that paid Fusion GPS and was paid by the Clintons to dig up dirt on Trump. So that's where Rumler, that's where her predecessor was. I'm sure there's no relationship there, Joe, at all. Nothing to see here, no. Nothing to see here, folks. Move along. Fascinatingly enough, (laughs) who does Bob Bauer replace as the Obama White House counsel, that chief lawyer in the White House, to protect Obama at all costs. Bauer uh, is re- uh, replaces a guy named Greg Craig. Oh, Greg Craig, who was Clinton's chief lawyer 
to defend him in his impeachment trial. I remember that name, yeah. A guy intimately familiar with how to impeach a president and how to defend it. Bob Bauer replaces Greg Craig. Greg Craig goes where? He goes to Skadden Arp, Slate, Meager, and Flum. What the heck? Who cares? Why would you care about Skadden? I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Craig Craig goes over to Skadden after he leaves. Again, was President Clinton's and Obama's lawyer. That's the firm that Bob Mueller was just investigating again. Oh, crazy. You may say, well, that sounds like Bob Mueller's investigating Clinton people. Where's, why isn't Greg Craig in jail? I don't know if Greg Craig did anything wrong. I don't even know if he's under investigation. I'm just saying, it doesn't seem like... Now, Greg Craig was over at Scadden. What happened at Scadden? Scadden was hired by elements of the Ukrainian government to defend Yanukovych... The Ukrainian president was hired by uh, the Ukrainian government to defend them against charges that they engaged in a corrupt trial against a political opponent. I know you may have to listen to this twice, but you have got to get this episode down. Who was the lobbying contact in D.C. who was running that whole operation to get Yanukovych off the hook that hired Greg Craig's law firm? And by the way, Craig was the lead guy on this. Oh, Paul Manafort, Trump's former campaign manager. Folks, this was a setup the whole time. Now, one of the lawyers in this case was just arrested and is being charged. It's not Greg Craig. By Mueller's team, Alexander Vanderschwan. And he's the one who communicated with Manafort's partner, Rick Gates. And um, uh, the Mueller team is alleging that they lied about their contacts. Greg Craig was running this thing on the Scadden side. The same guy who defended Clinton against impeachment knows the Clintons and was Obama's lawyer. These are guys who know exactly how to spin a yarn. How to tell a story. As I've said to you over and over, who the hell pushed Manafort into the Trump sphere? Knowing they knew all of this. How did they know Manafort could easily be baited into a Russian collusion fairy tale? Because he'd already worked with Clinton and Obama people on a lobbying effort to defend a pro-Russian Ukrainian. (laughs) Dude. I got to let you know, as the ombudsman, there are so many dominoes that you have to know to follow this. And I think most will have to listen to this segment again. I mean, it's 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 so much, Dan. It's a lot. I know. And I debated doing it today. I knew it because I was up all night last night talking about this. Matter of fact, I think I'm not even sure. I think I may have gotten a name wrong on Hannity and it appears last night. I was so tired from researching this all night. Mm -hmm. But folks. Keep in mind what I tell you. Let me just reverse it for a second before I move on and get to step two of this. Mm-hmm. Rumler, Kathy Rumler, is Obama's lawyer in the White House. She's the fixer for Obama. I'm going to lay that out for you in a second. 
I'm trying to tell you that the whole Mueller investigation is a fix to keep your attention on Trump to hide all of the Obama scandals. Rumler was the fixer in the White House. Rumler replaced Bob Bauer, who was the White House lawyer for Obama before her, who went over to Perkins Coie, who was hired to set up Trump. (laughs) Who, by the way, replaced Greg Craig, who was a lawyer with expertise in impeachment hearings, who worked with a guy who was in the Trump orbit, who had worked with pro-Russian efforts already. My, (laughs) My man, that's what we need. Thank you. There we go. That, that's she was the fixer. She was the fixer the whole time. Now, what else was Rumbler involved in? Sorry, I have so many screenshots. Some of them. Are, by the way, this is going to be these stories, the Daily Caller story by Sidney Powell. All this will be in the show notes lined out for you. Don't miss the show notes today, okay? That's why I keep Joe's. I, I can't. I keep having to tell Joe to stop. We're actually splicing this up a bit yeah. to make it cleaner for you because I don't want to bounce around too much. All right. You tell me when, Daniel. Kathy Rumler, who again knows Bob Mueller, who had a role in picking her for the Enron Task Force, led by Andy Weissman, who is leading the Task Force Special Counsel against Trump, was Obama's lawyer. She's the fixer. What else was she involved in at the White House? Remember, I'm trying to tell you they're sweeping all the Obama stuff under the rug because they lost the election and they were terrified Trump would out them because he's not a swamp creature. They knew any other Republican, Rubio or otherwise, these guys were swamp rats and they knew these guys would never dig deep beyond the surface. They would let it all go and say, let the country move on. They knew Trump would never do that. So they prefabricated a collusion fairy tale. They had this thing set up the whole time. And they had Bob Mueller ready to launch on a moment's notice to sweep all of it under the rug. And the people they picked were all tied into Mueller and Weissman. Let me read to you from a Reuters piece. May 20th, 2013. Another Obama scandal that had to go away. Listen for the fixer. Two senior aides to President Barack Obama knew weeks ago about a watchdog report On the IRS targeting of conservative groups, a spokesman said on Monday, shifting the focus to the White House in a fast-moving controversy. White House counsel Catherine Rumler was told on April 24th about an upcoming report by TIGTA on the IRS practice for which an IRS official apologized on May 10th, triggering the controversy. Now, The timing on this piece is unbelievably convenient. 5-20-2013. Someone's protecting Rumler, who's protecting Obama. Now, it's Jay Carney who comes out to the podium, who was Obama's spokesman, to defend Rumler on the 20th. Why? Because what was going to come out on the 21st in BuzzFeed? Listen for the fixer. BuzzFeed, the next day. The White House counsel's office advised senior Obama officials to keep quiet about the attack in Benghazi during the weeks preceding last year's November presidential election, according to two administrative sources. This I'm going to skip down to the next paragraph. Listen to this. They were going to release a timeline on the Obama response to Benghazi. Who quashed that? 
quoting BuzzFeed. Those plans were quashed, however, when the White House Counsel's Office, which is led by Kathy Rumler, advised the officials to not release any information to the public out of fear it could be used against them in any subsequent investigations and other legal complications. Listen for the fixer. Listen for the fixer again. By the way, convenient that Carney jumps out to defend the day before, probably defend Rumler, understanding the next day she's going to be exposed as the fixer for the Benghazi timeline as well. Just <laughs> all by chance, of course. <laughs> August 18th, 2016 article about the Clinton Foundation. Listen for the fixer. Talking about a hack into the Clinton Foundation's emails which terrified the Democrats. Why, Joe? And still does. Because they were afraid those emails were going to show a quid pro quo between foreign governments and the Clinton Foundation. Maybe collusion? Hmm? Where are those emails? Listen to this. Listen for the fixer. And the suspected hack into the Clinton Foundation, has left some Democrats and Clinton campaign officials worried that cyber infiltrators may have obtained emails and voice messages that could be used to bolster allegations that donors to the Clinton Foundation were rewarded with access to Clinton and her aides while she was Secretary of State or to her husband, former President Bill Clinton. Listen for the fixer. Neither former White House counsel Catherine Rumler, the Clinton Foundation's principal lawyer, nor nor a spokeswoman for the foundation responded to requests for comment on the hacking. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, That's not a blip. That's unlike that air. I'm just giving you a second to digest what I'm telling you. So let me just be clear on this. By the way, Kathy Rumler was also involved uh, in the Secret Service prostitution scandal. If you read my book, you know, I had uh, f- uh, friends and family, sadly, uh, all it's I think it's like chapter 11 or something. I'm not sure because uh, I knew a lot of the people. I wasn't working for the Secret Service at the time, but she was also involved in sweeping the White House uh, staff's involvement in that under the rug as well, because she's the fixer. Folks, Kathy Rumler is the fixer for the White House and knows Bob Mueller and Andy Weissman and worked with them in the past in a failed Enron prosecution where they were humiliated later on. They were humiliated. A lot of these uh, Enron executives, their convictions were overturned for a dreadful prosecution. Mueller was the perfect guy to cover for the fixer. They know each other. Joe, is this making sense? Oh, yeah, daddy. Rumler, the Clinton Foundation's lawyer. Rumler, the lawyer for George Nader, the figure involved in an unmasking of a meeting he was in. Also involved in a meeting in the Seychelles that the Mueller team is scrutinizing. She's the lawyer. She's the lawyer for the Clinton Foundation in a potential quid pro quo email scandal. She's the lawyer. The IRS scandal. Oh, Rumler knew. Rumler knew in advance. The White House had to cover her tracks. Oh, the Benghazi timeline. Who covered it up? Rumler. 
Oh, the Solyndra thing. Who was involved in that? Kathy Rumler. Who knows Mueller? Who knows Weissman? Oh, by the way, who was the team that was brought in to analyze the computers for this Clinton Foundation hack? FireEye. FireEye, by the way, the same team involved in looking at the Alpha Bank uh, Russian computers that allegedly communicated with Trump Tower that were used to start the FISA application. (laughs) That's just an extra uh, throw on I had there. (sighs) Folks, do you see now when people talk about the deep state and the swamp? Why the left wants you all to be painted as a bunch of conspiracy theory nuts? I'm putting out, I'm not done, by the way. I'm not even close to done. I'm, this may go over uh, significantly, and that's fine, Joe. We can wait. Mm-hmm. I'm challenging, this is an open challenge to any of the kooky liberals who listen to this. I don't want to be your friend. I'm not trying to be nice to you. I want you to challenge anything I said. By the way, I just quoted the New York Daily News, a left-leaning rag, Politico, another left-leaning rag. I'm going to put the links up in the show notes for you all to read. I want you to challenge anything I just said is factually false. You may not agree she's the fixer. Fine. But I want you to challenge the evidence I used to set up that premise and tell me where the evidence is wrong. All right. I'm sorry, but we do have to pay for the show. So let me get these. Uh, I love this, my sponsors, and I don't mean to be uh, break up the show, but we do have to pay for it because I don't want you to have to pay for it. And these are great companies. All right. WaxRx. We love uh, WaxRx. And don't go anywhere because I promise you, I'm really going to cook your, uh, I, I, I'm definitely going to bake the bagels, cook them scrambled eggs in a minute. <laughs> when you, WaxRx, we haven't uh, read for them in a while. When, you, when your ears aren't clean, they can get really uncomfortable. They itch, they're painful, and get plugged up, making it harder here. We had that problem in the Secret Service with those earpieces all the time. It was really annoying. Many people use cotton swabs, candling, or drugstore remedies to clean their ears, but they don't really do the job. They can even be dangerous. It even says that on the back of those uh, boxes for cotton swabs. Don't put this in your ear. Now you can get a real solution for stubborn earwax. The WaxRx ear wash system is doctor developed and works safely when other products fail. The WaxRx system is the method physicians trust the most, and it's just like the system they use in their own offices. But save yourself some money. Why go to the doctor's office? You can do it at home. WaxRx WaxRx comes with everything you need to safely clean out earwax and condition your ears conveniently at home for less than the cost of a doctor's visit. The doctor-developed WaxRx system uses special wax softening drops to break down earwax inside the ear. It has a specially engineered pump fitted with a unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush wax away. Finally, the pH-conditioned formula rinses and soothes your ears, making for the ultimate, most complete earwax removal system available. Visit GoWaxRx.com today to order your reusable earwash system today. Offer code DAN to have it shipped free right to your front door. That's GoWaxRx, G-O-WaxRx.com to order your reusable earwash system today. Offer code DAN for free shipping. This is a really great company. I appreciate you uh, being patient with us, taking care of our sponsors. They're really, really great. Our last sponsor is cool, too, but I'll get to those. I'll get to them in a bit. All right. So now we've set up the fact that there's a pre-existing relationship between Mueller, his bulldog, Andy Weissman, and Catherine Rumler, who is Obama's personal White House attorney. She's the White House counsel. She has also been intimately involved in the sweeping clean of major league White House scandals. She replaces a guy who worked for Obama, who's over at Perkins Coie, who's then hired 
to hire a company to gin up information on Trump. Who replaces another guy who then mysteriously works with a guy, Manafort, who finds his way into the Trump sphere on a case defending a pro-Russian Ukrainian. And by the way, people at that company that the former Obama White House lawyer uh, is involved with, Greg Craig, people at that company get arrested. Now, again, please tell me how Mueller's the good guy. I, I don't I don't. There's people still talking about I, I can't believe they believe this. Mueller is deeply connected to the Obamas and, and everybody involved in this case. Now, this is where it gets even crazier, Joe. <laughs> Let me just read to you something first. Let me backtrack just a bit. This is a, I believe a Reuters, yeah, Reuters piece. Just days before the election. Just to show you, this was a setup in advance, folks. They already had the Russian collusion narrative and all of the Clinton and Obama players in place and connected and the story ready to go. The relationship with Manafort was already pre it was already had already happened. Manafort had already worked with Skadden and the team was being run by the Clinton impeachment guy, Greg Craig, who was replaced by Bauer, who went to Perkins Cooey to hire Fusion GPS to dig up info on Trump. This was already pre-existing. I pulled this up from Reuters. Here's a quote days before the election. Before. Clinton campaign manager Robbie Mook questioned <laughs> Robbie Mook. I can't even say that out laughing. <laughs> hey, Mook. <laughs> the boy, Mook. Clinton campaign manager Robbie Mook questioned why the FBI director had not released any information about the agency's Russia inquiries. This is before the election. If you're in the business about releasing information about investigations on presidential candidates, release everything you have on Donald Trump. How the hell does he know what they have on Donald Trump? Uh, and he's a campaign manager. He's not an FBI agent. Here's this. Here's the money line. This is Clinton's campaign manager. Release the information on his connections to the Russians, Mook said on CNN. Oh. This is before the election, folks. This is not an FBI agent. This is a campaign manager. Get a load of this one. The FBI inquiry reviewed allegations that Trump or his associates may have violated the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act or engaged in contacts or commerce with people in Russia who are subject to U.S. or international financial sanctions. Folks, this was the WWE. The match was predetermined. You think you're watching this Russian collusion investigation unfold in live time? What you're watching is a pre-scripted match where the outcome is already determined and the outcome is this. Now you're still going to question me on Fire Muller? The outcome is this. Prosecute every single person you can get your mitts on on the Trump team till you entirely dismantle the Trump presidency from start to finish. Never wrap this thing up if you can. Keep it going as long as possible. Hide all of the Obama misdeeds and make sure Trump is impeached. Now you still want to tell me why Mueller? No, no, we should keep Mueller. Mueller, we should keep him. Firing him. They're baiting us into it. They're not baiting anything. Mueller's connected to all of these people. He is the one guy who can make absolutely sure that all of the Obama scandals go away and that the Trump team is prosecuted no matter what because he already has the information. The match is already predetermined. 
One more piece on Rumler for the coup de grace on her before we move on. This is good. I'm like really bitter about this thing. I don't know what I said. I'm having this moment about this Hannity appearance last night, too. I'm going to have to get it. If anyone has it on tape, email me last night. I saw you slip into it for about two seconds. I saw your face. I don't know if you did that or did or not. You were like, yeah, I, I, I did an appearance, and I think I may have mentioned the wrong. I have so many players involved in this. I think I may have said the wrong name, which is fine. Okay, so Nader, George Nader, uh-huh. yeah. who, just to be clear, is this business guy with a very questionable past, who is the center. He's being interviewed and may be cooperating with the Mueller team. Nader's involved in a meeting with the Seychelles between Eric Prince, who knows Trump, who had his company had made donations to the Clinton Foundation. But Trump has a uh, Prince has a meeting in the Seychelles that Mueller's investigating because a Russian was there who's friends with Putin. Nader is also in a meeting in December that it's already on the record. Susan Rice had made some allegations that this was one of the reasons they needed to unmask the Trump team because the meeting was with representatives for the United Arab Emirates and Trump Tower. So I, I don't know what Rice's logic was. Oh, they were working on us. Oh, I, forgive me. I do know the logic, but I, I, I don't want to try to explain it away. The UAE did not tell uh, the Obama team. Remember, in December 2016, Trump's only the president-elect. So the, they were working on this whole Logan Act thing that they were conducting foreign policy while Trump was still the president-elect and not the president, which is BS. No one's ever been prosecuted. So Rice, forgive me for not bringing this up at the start, was saying that, oh, that UAA meeting, UAE meeting in December at Trump Tower, that was the reason we had to unmask people because, well, it could have been a Logan Act violation. We don't know what they were doing. The UAE didn't, do you follow him, Joe? Didn't yeah. tell the Obama team. They, were, they have no obligation to tell the Obama team. None. No. Logan Act is garbage. Nader is related to that meeting too. He's connected to that meeting too. Rumler is representing Nader. Rice is on the record saying that one of the reasons they unmasked is because of this UAE meeting Nader was involved in. Who's Susan Rice's lawyer now? Listen for the fixer. Let me read you. Politico, February 23rd, 2018. Rumler said Rice's conversation with Obama included no discussion of a disputed dossier alleging illicit contact between the Trump camp and Russia written by a former British spy that Republicans have alleged was misused by the FBI to spy on a Trump associate. She's Rice's lawyer. Listen for the fixer. You need people you can trust when you are covering up a spider web like conspiracy. And what better person than the one person who is not only a lawyer, but is intimately involved in all of it. Rice spied on the Trump team. The same lawyer for one of the guys involved in one of the meetings that they unmasked the Trump team about is also representing Obama's national security advisor who signed off on the unmasking, who, by the way, worked with Andy Weissman, knows him personally, and Bob Mueller had a personal role in selecting her, Catherine Rumler, to work with Andy Weissman, who is the bulldog on the special counsel team harassing the Trump team. 
Bob Mueller had a role in picking her to work with Andy Weissman. Tell me again. Tell me again how Mueller's the good guy. Again, all of you white hatters out there. I, I, listen, I'm not, I don't want to be a jerk. I'm not trying to. Yeah, a lot of people are doing a lot of hard work on this. Mm-hmm. But explain to me again how Mueller's the good guy. Mueller knows Rumler. Folks, they needed a special count. Some of you may still not be getting, which is cool. I get it. It's a complicated case. You may not be getting what I'm saying here. There was always going to be a special counsel. Mm-hmm. There were there was always going to be significant wrongdoing on the Obama side. And, and to be candid, if there was going to be some wrongdoing on the Trump side, everybody does something wrong. I want to be clear on that. I'm not trying to say like nothing. The Trump team were all angels. I'm not saying nobody is. Nobody. Every one of us would be a federal criminal. What I'm telling you is they were looking at a series of less bad decisions, too. They're less bad, not good or bad. They lost the election, folks. They were screwed. They understood clear as day that they were absolutely going to be investigated. Mike Flynn knew what they did. They're spying. Jeff Sessions probably had a decent idea about what they did. They knew they were all going to be read in when Trump took the White House and briefed in on the massive spying scandal on the Trump team. You are you following me, Joe? They had no good options. Big time, I'm following you. The listeners got they, it. Yeah, we're with you. They were going to get busted. Their choices were this: get busted and go down in flames, or start a special counsel with someone at least who we could trust, who could work with people on the Obama team. Maybe we have to pick off a few innocent Clinton victims here and there at the low level, but nobody in the top level of the swamp was going to go down on the Clinton side ever. And Mueller was the only guy to do that because he knows these people. He knows the fixer. Tell me again how only Trump people are in handcuffs right now. Tell me again how Mueller's a good guy. Gets better. You know what? Let me get to this final. I'm sorry. Folks. Again, I don't <laughs> Go mean ahead, man. But because I, I want to just roll right through the end of this. Sure. And this is a really cool sponsor. They've been very good to us. By the way, I sent one of these out to my accountant. These, my, by the way, shout out to my accountant. You know who you are. Gosh, am I, it's always like the most complicated thing in the world. <laughs> so he's the greatest guy ever. And I promise we do things by the because I'm like deathly afraid of the Obama administration, someone later on coming after us. So I'm like, pay more, pay, pay double. <laughs> Seriously. Don't only yeah. pay quarterlies, play daily just because I'm, I'm terrified of the government these days. Gosh, it's like the worst thing ever. Uh, he's a great guy. I'm going to send him one of these things. Man crates. Man crates. We love man crates. Hey, buying gifts for a guy shouldn't be that hard, but yeah. it does. It stinks. My wife is the worst time ever. Still, most people spend way too much time and energy so- uh, shopping for something he already has or doesn't want. You know, you got boyfriend, husband, son, and, and you're like, why do I get these guys? They're the worst. They're so hard to shop for. My wife always has a hard time with me. I have answered all of your problems right now. Mancrates.com. Mancrates.com gets rid of all the guessing with hand-picked and packaged gifts. Guys are Guaranteed to love. Birthdays, thank you. Special occasions. Man crates has man crates has uh, man crates crates with a C has gifts for every type of guy, like the adventurous. 
Knife making kit. We love that for hands on guys. Or yeah. the whiskey appreciation crate. That's one of my personal faves yeah. for the classy fellas. Most gift uh, give ship in a sealed wooden crate with a crowbar. You get to pry that thing open yourself. Took me about seven minutes. It was the most fun I've had in a long time. I'm like, give me that crowbar. Rip it open. With man crates, not only are you giving a bragworthy gift, you're giving a totally unique experience. When has he ever had to use a crowbar to open anything? This thing is great. Plus, every man crate comes with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. And right now, you'll get a special discount at mancrates.com slash Dan. Mancrates with a C, mancrates.com slash Dan, mancrates.com slash Dan. This is a limited time offer, folks. Get a special discount at mancrates.com slash Dan right now. That's mancrates.com slash Dan. This is... Please go look at them. This is one of my favorite sponsors. They're fun. When yeah. I first, yeah, they are. They're great. Mm-hmm. Right. I I got a couple. I got the um, salami bouquet was oh, my, yeah. one of my personal favorites. So go check them out. Mancrates.com. All right. Now you may be saying, let me just now we did now we get to roll here. All right. You may be saying to yourself now, okay, so now we clearly have established the fact that Mueller has relationships with the Obama fixer. That the person he hired to be his bulldog, Mueller, Andy Weissman, has worked with the Obama fixer in the in the past. I told you who the Obama fixer had replaced in her job as White House counsel mm-hmm. for Obama. People who all had connections uh, connections to Obama and Clinton. And those people have connections to two law firms that are connected to the effort to set up the Trump team. Well, one of them, Perkins Coie. The other one has a connection to Manafort who, of course, was brought into the truck. This stinks to high heaven. Damn right, Dr. Phil. Let's move on to number two. Let me start with a headline. The number two person with a suspicious relationship to Bob Mueller, the so-called good guy in this. Washington Post, December 9th, 2016. Like, what was that guy at CBM, Joe? Headline. Who was it? Les Consolid. Les Consolid. Headline. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Headline. Headline. Washington Post, December 9th, 2016. Secret CIA assessment says Russia was trying to help Trump win the White House. Wow. Right after the election's over, Trump isn't president. The Washington Post gets a scoop, Joe. The CIA is secretly assessed, run by John Brennan, by the way, mm-hmm. that uh, the, the Russians were trying to help Trump. That was the, that's literally the headline, was trying to help Trump win the White House. Who's quoted in the piece? I'll read the quote. We may have crossed into a new threshold, and it is incumbent upon us to take stock of that, to review, to conduct some after action, to understand what has happened, Conduct some after action. Wow. Already calling for action. And to impart some lessons learned. Obama's counterterrorism and homeland security advisor introduced player number two. Lisa Monaco told reporters at a breakfast hosted by the Christian Science Monitor. Wow. So Lisa Monaco is cited. That's amazing. Lisa Monaco seems to know already that the Russians helped Trump get in the White House. Hmm. She's cited in this Washington Post piece. We know the Washington By the way, where's Lisa Monaco now? Oh, over at CNN, which is pumping the Russian collusion headline. Nothing to see there, folks, either. Don't you worry. Who's Lisa Monaco? Lisa Monaco is Obama's Homeland Security Advisor. You think she may have known about the efforts to spy on Trump using foreign intelligence? You think? Maybe, kind of? 
Who did Monaco replace in that position? Oh, John Brennan. Oh, the CIA director that just issued a report that the Washington Post is covering saying that Trump was helped by the Russians, despite no actual evidence of that. So she replaces Brennan, who goes over to the CIA. Okay, I don't get it. Where's the Mueller connection? Oh, stay tuned. And by the way, in the end, listen for the fixer. (laughs) Where else was Lisa Monaco? Lisa Monaco ran the Department of Justice National Security Division. Conveniently, the same division that's responsible for vetting foreign intel and was also responsible for vetting the foreign intelligence in the Trump dossier. Now, Monaco wasn't there when that information made it up the chain to the Department of Justice National Security Division to be vetted. Remember, the fake dossier had to be vetted by the Department of Justice. Mm -hmm. What I'm trying to tell you is it was fake. In other words, it wasn't vetted. In other words, the Department of Justice didn't do their own due diligence. So you may say, okay, great. So she would would have been the person who would have finally vetted that information at, at the DOJ as the head of the National Security Division, right? Mm-hmm. She wasn't there. But who was? John Carlin. Remember the names. Oh, Bob Mueller's old chief of staff? Oh, and who was Bob Mueller's chief of staff before Carlin? Ah, let me think about this. Lisa Monaco! Oh, how the hell does that happen? Holy crikeys. That a crocodile Dundee. That's not an eye. This is an eye. <laughs> Lisa Monaco knows Bob Mueller. She worked for him. Lisa Monaco was Obama's Homeland Security Advisor in the White House, while his Homeland Security and Intelligence team, their spying team, was working on this operation against Trump. Lisa Monaco worked with Bob Mueller. Lisa Monaco replaced John Brennan, who made sure the FBI investigated this case by pushing Harry Reid in a briefing to get the FBI, in a letter Harry Reid wrote to the FBI, pushing Harry Reid to investigate Donald Trump. John Brennan was replaced by Lisa Monaco, who is cited in a piece in the Washington Post talking about John Brennan's CIA's allegation that the White House was helped, uh, Trump White House was helped by the Russians. Monaco knows Mueller. She worked for him. She was replaced by Mueller's subsequent chief of staff, John Carlin, in the division of the Department of Justice that vetted the crap information on the dossier. They never vetted it. Muller's the perfect guy to sweep this away. Sweep, 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 sweep. Listen for the fixer. Where did Monaco also work? Oh, the Enron Task Force with Andy Weissman (laughs) and Kathy Rumler. Come on. Oh, man. Crazy, these coincidences. This is... You know what? Come on. Absolutely nothing to worry about, folks. Wipe your hands clean of this. Ignore this whole episode. Of course, we're making all this up. Monaco worked with Rumler, with Andy Weissman, handpicked, or at least at, at, with a role in picking these people by Bob Mueller to work for the guy right now, Weissman, who is relentlessly targeting Donald Trump on a Russian collusion myth Monaco promoted in the Washington Post piece. 
propagated by John Brennan and the FBI, that never happened. The myth happened. The collusion never happened. Folks, I'm looking through my, I just want to make sure I, I didn't miss any of this. Bob Mueller is not a good guy. Bob Mueller was the one guy connected to all of the players in this who could make all of this go away. By the way, who is Monaco also a close friend with uh, and and, uh, former colleague with? Of course, Susan Rice, the National Security Advisor. Now, I strongly, strongly encourage you to read an excellent piece by Sidney Powell. Apparently, she has a book. It's cited in the Daily Caller piece, too. She's a former federal prosecutor. The Daily Caller piece is excellent. It'll be in the show notes today. I will also line out for you all of these articles, Politico pieces, another one, that will make this whole thing make sense to you. Bob Mueller is not a good guy. Bob Mueller is covering up for the Obama administration setup of Donald Trump and the players who were involved in it. And if you doubt that, I'm going to ask you again. Please tell me one person involved in this whole thing at the upper levels of the Obama administration who up to this point, don't tell me they were interviewed or anything, who has actually been charged with anything. The only people who have gone down are Trump team people to keep the attention on the Trump team. Mueller worked with Rumler. Rumler was the White House lawyer. Rumler worked with Andy Weissman on the Enron task force. Mueller supervised. Mueller was the FBI director. Weissman was at the Department of Justice. Weissman is currently the bulldog on the special counsel case chasing down the Trump team. Mueller worked with Rumler. They know each other. Mueller worked with Weissman. Weissman worked with Rumler on the Enron task force. Rumler was the White House fixer. IRS, Benghazi, Solyndra, the Clinton Foundation, Susan Rice, George Nader. She's involved with all of these people as a legal representative. The perfect person to sweep all of this away. Mueller also has worked with Monaco. And Susan Rice, Mueller, Rum, excuse me, Rumler. Rumler's representing Susan Rice. Lisa Monaco, Obama's Homeland Security Advisor who replaced Brennan. Brennan, who propagated this CIA myth while he was there that Trump colluded with the Russians and urged Harry Reid to get the FBI to investigate Trump. She replaced Brennan. She's in the Washington Post piece advocating for this this myth that Trump colluded with the Russians. Monaco worked with Mueller. She worked as one of his counselors. She was his chief of staff. The person who replaced her at the National Security Division, John Carlin, was Mueller's chief of staff. They signed off on the information used to go after Trump that was false. Monaco worked on the Enron task force with Andy Weissman and White House counselor to Obama, Catherine Rumler. Weissman's now going after Trump for Mueller. 
please tell me again how Mueller's the good guy? Listen, I'm going to wrap it up with this thought, all right? I spent 17 years of my life in law enforcement. I don't claim to be, uh, you know, Barney Miller or anything like that, but (laughs) I love that show. I was a pretty darn good investigator when I was there. And I think if you talk to people who knew me, they could vouch for me on that. I'm not trying to impress you. Nobody cares. I do facts, though. And the facts in this case are absolutely damning. They're damning. I I could give you a conjectural. I want granted there's always going to be some opinion in this on the analysis, but I'm basing it on a series of facts that I'm humbly imploring you to dispute. Tell me where I'm wrong. If you find something in this show I said wrong, I'll correct. I mean it. I'll correct it. But I spent all night on this, hence my little bit of brain fog this morning talking about it. Because I want to bring to you the most cutting edge stuff in this case. I'm just telling you, you are absolutely wasting your time if you think for a second that Bob Mueller's a good guy. And if you think for a second Trump is being played by the Democrats. You can't have it both ways. You can't say on one hand, the Democrats are baiting Trump into firing Mueller by telling him, don't you dare fire Mueller. And at the same time, tell me what a genius Trump is. Trump absolutely knows what I'm telling you. you do you think he doesn't? Do you think I, I'm the only one who has this? It's completely proprietary to the Dan Bongino show. He knows this. He knows Mueller is the one guy who will single-handedly take down this president for no, for, for nothing, for a made-up fairy tale of collusion. And he's the one guy who will make all this go away. He also knows, and he doesn't fear this collusion investigation. He, he doesn't want it because it's nonsense, but he doesn't fear it because they didn't collude. Trump knows this is not about collusion. That's why he needs Mueller gone. This is about a, it's a framing operation to frame Donald Trump for what the Obama administration did. And Mueller's the one guy to do it. I know this is a controversial show. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I may get in trouble for this, but that's fine. I'm willing to take it because I know for a fact I can back up what we just said. He has to go. He is not our friend. All right, folks. I'm glad I fit that into an hour. That's what you're used to. And I really appreciate it. I appreciate you hanging in with me. Please go to the show notes today. I will line this out. The Business Insider piece, the piece about Nader and Rumler, the Sidney Powell piece about Obama's uh, uh, connections to Monaco and Mueller. And you'll read this. It'll take the time today. Take the time to go through the six or seven pieces. I will put them in order and it'll all make sense to you. How the swamp works, how they're all connected to each other, and they're all trying to make this go away. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you all. My man. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.